and welcome to Tape Ops Discussion, where we call our friends and music community notables to chat about their favorite records. Enjoy. Hello. Good morning. Hi. I'm trying to figure out how to do this in a way where I can record. I'm recording right now. I was ahead of the game. <laughs> Excellent. Welcome to Discussion, I'm Jeff Stanfield, and today we have restoration and mastering engineer Jessica Thompson discussing Scott Walker's Scott 3. You put forth the Scott Walker record, Scott 3, and I know you wanted to focus on a few different songs on this record rather than the record as a whole, but maybe you could first start by telling me, you know, why you chose this record. Yeah, I feel like I have to contextualize my pick because, um, you know, when you first called me about talking about a record, a favorite record, of course, I went through the whole Rolodex of my favorite records. And I feel like many of them are such obvious picks and they've been talked about before. Like no one needs to hear me talk about Pet Sounds or like Kraftwerk's Audubon or even like records that were really important to me in my youth, like Stereolab records or Pixies records, like... None of that felt quite right. And then here we are in month 10 of a pandemic, month 10 of me being home 24-7 with my kids. And the record that just kept rising to the top of that list was this Scott Walker record, Scott 3. And it's it's not a home run record. Like there are songs that I skip when I listen to it. So it's not like I think it's this perfect gem of a record from start to finish. But it is this cracked doorway from early career Scott Walker singing those glorious harmonies with the Walker brothers to late career Scott Walker when he's singing this dark, poetic stuff over dissonance and noise and percussion. And that's, that's how I feel right now. It's this existence between beauty and darkness. And Scott Three encapsulates that for me. The string arrangements on select songs on this record are just some of the best and so incredibly interesting and, and for the time, like really forward thinking and forward sounding i mean you know wally stott who is you know credited as doing the orchestrations on this um who transitioned to angela morley was the first openly transgender person nominated for an academy award and um you know it's just some of the most incredible arrangements um and very like reminiscent of what you would hear on like a Beck record, um, like Sea like Sea Change yes. or, or one of these records. It's just just a little bit weird. There's some dissonance in there, and it it just frames Scott's vocals and and lyrics uh, in such a great light. Yeah, it does, and I have to say that Beck record is also on my list of favorite records for the same reason. I mean. Some of this comes down to personal taste, but I love 
this movement between beauty and darkness and between melody and dissonance. And that's what you get on Scott 3. But I love it when it comes up in his later records, when you have this beautiful voice and these strings that are like horror movie strings. Like when you listen to the opening track on that record, It's Raining Today, those dissonant strings are a thread through the whole song. I mean, they only fade back for a a couple of sections of the song and they are dark and dissonant and right there, like alongside his voice. So like when you listen to the lyrics of that song, it's kind of subconscious, but you're like, is he in love with this girl? Did he kill this girl? Was he in love and murdered her in a jealous rage? Like it, it, it's, it opens this space for your mind to go in so many different directions with how this song makes you feel and how you interpret it. Do you remember how you first came across this record? I was a college DJ on my radio station, WESU, and somehow a copy of this was in the record library. And this was a freeform station, so I was always just pulling weird records And I must have pulled this out. This was around the time that Tilt was released, Scott Walker's um, kind of first record in that the weird avant-garde land. So I think I I must have been familiar with Tilt. And then I was like, who is this Scott Walker person? I must know more. And I went to the library, pulled out Scott 3. And that that was that moment for me. So maybe we could um, we could talk about a few of these songs like uh, uh, how about it's raining today? Yeah. Well, I mean, what an what an album opener, right? It starts with just these kind of creepy strings. And then his voice is so I mean, his voice is caramel. You could just lay back in his voice. It is it is this record has one of the richest vocal sounds ever i know like who wants to know that vocal chain right i don't know what mikey was using what preamp what what if any processing they were using i have no idea and i thought it was interesting we'll get back to this song but the guy that produced this john franz also produced like dusty springfield and shirley bassey and had some big hits i mean those records also have some pretty amazing vocal uh, sounds maybe his, it was his secret but it is the pairing right it's the it's the string arrangements and the voice that are so special in this record and i think you're totally right to to link that to the beck record too i mean there's something really special when you get poetry and a beautiful vocal performance and then these strings that are not, um, the strings don't duet with the voice. The strings like are, are the room. The strings are the ambience. And sometimes they're uh, at an angle to what he's singing. And sometimes they sort of push the story along. It could have gone so differently. You could have made this very 50s strings, like really syrupy and Disney. Not that all Disney string arrangements didn't have their dark moments, but there's, there's incredible tension yeah, and that's that um, the tension between beauty and darkness is just so um, perfectly captured in this recording. Um, it made me think like I was listening to it this morning when I was walking my dog on headphones, 
And um, it made me think, like, what if Frank Sinatra had gone on to make, like, noise records late in his career? That's kind of where we're at, except Frank is earlier, and Frank didn't have the darkness that Scott Walker has. But it's that same idea of, like, you have this beautiful voice, you're singing Jacques Brel songs, you could have gone and done theater and made, like, gorgeous records, and he didn't. He went and and made later in his career, in like the 90s and 2000s, these incredibly uh, dark, dissonant, weird, metallic, percussive records that were, again, like meticulously crafted and sculpted. And again, that marriage of the beauty and, and the darkness. It's raining today And I'm just about to forget The train window girl That wonderful day we met She smiles through the smoke From my cigarette It's raining today but once Yeah. How about how about Big Louise? Oh, you know, it's now it's hard to I feel like I'm speaking so broadly about the record as a whole, and I feel like again with Big Louise. You get the strings that come in and then sort of push and pull you emotionally in different directions. And Scott Walker is such a storyteller that you get these visual images of what is happening in the song. And it allows you to draw your own conclusions about who this woman is and what has happened to her and why he's singing about it. I love the how theatrical his performance is. But it also leaves these different pathways open for interpretation. stands all alone You can hear her hum softly From her fire escape in the sky She feels the bags Yeah, and it's it really makes me miss going to concerts because this is a song that I want to be sung to me. So I want to be like sitting in a red velvet banquet on my second martini and Scott's on stage and it's probably like the second set of the night or the third and it's really late and maybe even the club is half empty. But he sings a song like Big Louise 
And it doesn't even matter if he's singing to the room or to me directly or to himself. He's bringing this story to life and there's this connection between me, the listener, and him, the performer, that it's, that's just the, the magic of performance. That's the magic of storytelling through song and through theater. Yeah. That's so true. It's a really great image, too. I love that. So, like you said, this is, this is not a record you put on like when you're cooking dinner and washing the dishes. This is, this is kind of like an, an alone listen for me. I like to listen to this one by myself. Didn't time sound sweet yesterday in a world How about 30th Century Man? I mean, this is kind of an oddball on the record. Such an oddball, right? I mean, it sounds like a Dylan song. And it's just the guitar and his voice. And I have no idea why this landed on the record. And yet it's this perfect little nugget. And it's it's a minute it's like a it's a minute and a half long or something like that. I I I was like, oh, did did it did the song stop? Like what? Like is it was there something wrong with the file? Like you know, like I have no idea. And it became kind of like a, you know again em, like emblematic of his career. Like they named the documentary "30th Century Man." Right. Which, by the way, is worth watching if if. Uh, listeners out there haven't seen it if yeah there's not much to say about that one other than it, it's it's amazing and great and again the recording is so cool um and the mix is weird it's like he's in he's in the left channel singing and you know you can mono that one out but uh i i just it's a total oddball song on this record and i just love that he has this weird like dylan-esque moment and he bangs out this guitar and vocal song like what was, was he like hanging out in his room one night and just came up with that and laid it down and somehow they put it on the record I don't know see the dwarfs and see the giants which one would you choose to be and if you can't get that together Here's the answer, here's the key. You can freeze like a 30 century man, like a 30 century man. I'll save my breath and take it with me until a hundred years or so. How about If You Go Away? I mean, this one, I believe, is a cover. Yeah, yeah, it is. He closes out with a couple of Jacques Brel tunes. And um, if you go away, is the English language version of Nimikitpa. And that's another one where all the records we listen to, all the records we help make, sometimes there's just a performance that rises above everything else. And I feel like his vocal performance on that one and the way it was recorded and the way those strings shape the ambience of the song is so perfectly beautiful and heartbreaking and dark and 
moving and connecting. That's just one of those songs that when you listen to it, you can't help feeling deep in your soul why we make music, why we sing to each other, why we write songs. If you go away on this summer day, then you might as well Take the sun away All the birds that flew In the summer sky When Our love was new And our hearts were high And the day was young And the night was long And The moon stood still So I think, you know, with that one It's kind of like you were saying earlier Like with a different producer, with a different arranger, this could have been a cheeseball pop record. And, you know, I love a good cheeseball pop record. I love them. I love those, those kind of late 60s fun pop records. And Scott 3 is not. It's weird and dark, and yet it charted. Wouldn't it be great if records like that were still charting? And... That's what it is to me. Like, it's this record that could have been cheesy or could have just never really gotten off the ground. And yet we have this pathway between handsome, harmony-singing Walker brother Scott Walker and Scott Walker making a noise record with Sun. You know, Scott Three is, is the, the key between those two worlds. And that's a world that I like to live in. I can't think of a better way to end it. <laughs> it's the beauty in the darkness, man. You will, you must tell the world to stop turning, turning till you return again if you ever do for what good is love Without loving you, can I tell you Thanks for listening. Discussion is created by Tape Op, the creative music recording magazine. Free subscriptions are available at tapeop.com, along with our regular podcast and online content.